This is the Reconstructed Man Podcast. Welcome to this special edition Thanksgiving show called Family. I'm Lane Ingram, and with me as always is my homeboy, Daniel Thurman, looking smooth today, looking like a smooth criminal. I tell you what, uh, <laughs> today's show is called Family, and I'm excited um, because my family is here. Um, my dad and my sister are both here, um, and they're going to talk to us, and we thought it would be a really, really great show to launch on, on Thanksgiving when, when people are with their families or, or not with their families. Yeah. Yeah. Family is a interesting subject, probably for every human being. I think it's particularly, uh, interesting, maybe intense topic for those that have, uh, certain identities that are, uh, can be sensitive and, and, and not always accepted by others. So I think this is going to be a good show today just to, to talk about what family is, the issues that we all go through, how to get through them, uh, how to love each other, support each other. So I'm super excited that you brought your family along for the show today. Looking forward to it. I mean, I think it also shows how far we've come that they would say yes, because this is a, a vulnerable place to be to answer questions, to, to look in the mirror. And I'm excited to hear what they have to say. I'm excited to hear their perspective because I don't take lightly uh, the effect that this has on the people that we love. Mm-hmm. I don't. And I appreciate the support, you know, no matter how long of a journey that it takes to get there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm excited to bring them in. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I think, you know, giving them a voice and a platform. And when I say they, it's it's the people that are impacted by our stories. It's not just our stories. When we bring people into it or they're there because they're our family or they're, they're now there because we're in a romantic relationship with them or a, a friendship or a professional um, type of relationship, we bring them in sometimes, um, maybe even unwillingly into uh, some of the things that go along with having a trans identity. So I, I think it's important to lift those stories up as well uh, so that others can hear from them uh, as they're going through an experience in, as well. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So what should we do? Should we bring them in? Should let's we bring talk them in. Them? Let's get started. All right. Let's get started. Okay. So everybody, I'd like you to meet my dad. Uh, this is my dad, Mike. Um, He's a great guy. Uh, and also, that's my sister, Jocelyn. Um, she is 31, living in Chicago right now, which is cool. What up, Chicago? Uh, my dad is, oh, she's 32. Man, getting oh, old. She's now. getting old. Losing track. Uh, and that's my dad, who <laughs> is in Lansing, Michigan, uh, where we grew up. And so I'm just really thankful that they said yes um, to to coming on and talking about this important topic, because family is everything. And that's something that I was taught growing up. Um, family is everything. I do, I do anything for my, for my brothers and sister. Um, and I learned that from my dad. And so, um, for me to be able to get through this, it's important that I had a support system and, you know, like every family, we have our moments, but, um, you know, they're here. So I guess I would just like to say, welcome to the show. It's our fifth episode. It's going to be on, we're going to launch it on Thanksgiving uh, when a lot of people are with their families. So I guess I just opened it up. Joss, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Why did you say yes? Thank you for having me. Um, 
I just was really excited when you shared uh, the podcast with me in general. I thought it was really interesting and cool and something that um, I hadn't really heard being done. I know a lot of people do podcasts, but I thought this was an interesting approach um, for you and Daniel to do. So I wanted to hop on because I thought I wanted to help you. And I thought that my perspective um, maybe could be relatable to people in my position and people in you guys as well. Cool. Awesome. Dad, why'd you you say yes? Yeah, I always say yes. You know, I'm I'm very, very supportive. And if, if you thought it was important enough to ask me to, to be here, I wanted to be here. Cool. That take your glasses off so we can see you. I want people to know that we really look alike. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. There we go. There we He's go. not a paid actor, in other words. Right. Right? He is not a paid actor. <laughs> right. So real quick for Daniel jumps in. Josh, you said something in, important because what we've been talking about a lot is like the roles of our partners, right, our families and how, um, you know, especially the ones that are supportive, they kind of can go unnoticed while we're going through all our stuff. And so I guess – you brought up from your perspective, how did you, I mean, what is it like to have me in your life like this? <laughs> what, like in what capacity? Like, in, what do you mean? In like, in like, you've known me for 32 years and I've changed a little bit, I'd say. Like you have a new brother and not a sister anymore, right? Yeah, I mean... Let's see. How can I answer this? It's eye-opening in a way. Like I feel like I'm very uh, open to a lot of different types of people in general, but I can walk through the world differently having a trans sibling because I understand you you just see so much um, online or people who um, maybe are ignorant to, to a certain type of person so it's just like, I feel like I can just like relate. Um, I feel like I can relate to a marginalized community better. Um, and I just think, I don't know, I'm fine with it. I think it's cool, you know? <laughs> I think it's cool. Cool is good. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I, I'm, I'm kind of curious um, because I don't know this and I actually don't know too much about Lane's coming out experience in his family. Um, I know kind of abstractly. So I'm curious about what either of you knew about transgender identities before Lane came out. You know, what was your starting point when someone so close to you and so intimately a part of your family comes out as trans? Uh, because I think that starting point is is crucial for how we respond initially and then the ripple effects after that. So did you all have experience with it before? Knowledge of it, comfortability? You know, where did you start? I, I didn't really have a lot of knowledge uh, with it. I think the first time... Um, I started getting a little experience with it was at LCC when uh, a few years ago when LCC, um, I don't know if it was a, a, a transgender program, but it was something that, that happened where two or three people that I knew were up on the stage and they were talking about it. And I remember looking at Lane and saying, hey. You know, I just take people for who, who they are. And so I, I never really knew you would almost have to, a couple people had to tell me, you know, before I, 
that, that was uh, the first time I had really um, noticed it. It, it. I knew a couple of people, but, you know, I just didn't know. So. Mm-hmm. And then and then can you speak a little bit to how that uh, how that informed when when Lane came out to you? Um, you know, where where were you at in, in your own space, uh, in your own heart when when Lane came out? My focus has always been on family. I think that Lane has said that already earlier today. Whatever support that Lane needed with it, I I, I hoped and, and that I was there. I, I tried to be there. And it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard. It was just, I, I think that Lane gave me the information. Lane told me what he was getting ready to do, gave me the information, I think Lane was surprised that I actually looked over all the information. I had some concerns uh, about, um, uh, uh, you know, the things that she would be going through health wise, but Lane assured me that um, he would be all right. And so I, like I said, my focus is I, I want my family around. I want to be around my family. And it was very important to me to support him during that. Yeah, that's huge. It's, it's like you just stepped up as dad, you know, what does dad do or what does a parent do when their child comes home and has some, some challenging news, you, you step up and you figure out how to, how to love your kid. And it's, it's a parent and you being here today is a testament to that. And that's powerful. And and I appreciate it. And I know, I know Lane does too. Yeah. Yeah. I also try to stay up on um, all events, any stories that I see, I share them with, with Lane. Most of the time Lane has already seen them. Uh, but I have uh, through a couple things at him that uh, Lana said, thanks. Thanks for passing this on. Mm. That's awesome. So you're still educating too, like a dad. Oh, would. yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. 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 Jocelyn, how about you? What was your starting point and, and how did that impact when, when Lane came out to you? I think I had seen more so uh, male to female transitions, like in media or just um, when I lived in LA. Um, so I think Lane might've been the first, I mean, I just hadn't, I just hadn't, it hadn't been on my radio radar, um, uh, female to male, just, it just hadn't. Um, but I know that when Lane came out to me and told me that he was going to transition, I wanted to be very careful with how I reacted to it. I think Lane knew that it was going to be okay to, to tell me and to trust me to not judge in that way. But when we were younger and Elaine had come out um, as gay to me, like I think Elaine was in college, but I was really young and um, being from like a smaller town or just for whatever reason, I don't think that that was like a good conversation between us. I don't think Lane walked away feeling good about that. And I always felt um, I, that always like, I, I hate that that was who I was when I was younger, just cause I didn't, I didn't, it was like, the first experience for me. So I wanted to be very careful this time around. So, and it was genuine. I was fully supportive of it. Um, I wanted to make sure it was something that Lane wanted to do, but it wasn't something that was hard for me to believe because I'm the youngest and Lane has always been like, what would be considered? I know this is not the right terminology today because gender in general to me is like what's masculine, what's feminine, but Lane would have been considered like a tomboy. So when Lane said that he's always felt um, drawn to, um, things that boys would like or, or, or being a man that was not a shocker to me. So, um, I, I feel like I welcomed it with open arms and I'm 
always constantly learning and similar to my dad, like I know when stuff's going on. I know we just had trans day of remembrance and I just try to, I just try when I like meet someone or I'm talking to someone and I realize maybe they don't have this connection that I have to lane, like to just, to just normalize it, you know, because yeah. their tra- trans people are, um, it's not just LGBTQIA community. Like they're a part of like everyone's community. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of beautiful points that you made. And I think it's really awesome that you were able to go back and redo a coming out story, you know, like you had time and you had maturity and you had experience to, you know, Lane gets to come out to you again in a different way. And you got to show up in a way that you felt really proud about. And, and like you said, you know, it was authentic and genuine. So it's just really cool that, that you guys had that opportunity and, and that Lane had that from you too. I think that's a, a, a pretty awesome story. Yeah. One thing that they both said that reminds me. So in our last show, um, we talked about when and how we knew. And one of the things that I mentioned was that I, I don't see how I could have known sooner because it wasn't something that was part of our life. It wasn't in the realm of our radar. And so my dad just said out loud, you know, it wasn't something I really knew about. Right. So how could it be for me? And then my sister just said it wasn't really on her radar, you know? So I think my, my environment played a role in my general awareness of it for sure. I mean, the two, two of the people closest to me, right. I mean, I'm there first per se. And how could, how could I have really known there wasn't a space to, to know. And then also I just was obsessed with basketball. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I just, there was no time for any other thing in my life. And that really, I think saved me too. I mean, because I had something that I was good at that I could latch on to. Um, and then to Jocelyn's story, I brought that story up in the last show too, because you were going to be on this show and I was never mad at you. Um, I, you were 16, you know what I mean? And I did understand our family and I did understand what I was telling you. And that's why we were able to joke about it. And I know that it's sensitive for you, but at least for me, I was able to look at it and say, she's 16 and we're all right. You know, and, and you, uh, and you're fantastic. You know, I was never mad at you about that. You're just a kid. And we we're products of our environment. We went to church and the church told you what was going to happen to me. That is what it is. Yeah. And I think that, that with, with, with me, I've always thought that I was right there. And, and sometimes over the years, I've seen some of Lane's comments where maybe it didn't look like I was um, supportive. And I was really um, surprised that uh, when Lane said that, I remember saying it to uh, him a, a few times today, I was always there. But I don't, you know, but sometimes you have to realize that maybe it didn't look like it or something. And, but I always thought that I was, but, but Lane's really matured uh, over the last couple of years. I mean, think some things are funny now that, 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 that when you make uh, mistakes that, you know, weren't funny, uh, you know, er, you know, earlier. And so um, fortunately for us, you know, Lane kept a name that, we've always called him. And so that kind of made it, um, uh, you know, easier for, for, for us. But I, I do want to say this is, is that early on, um, whenever I would, um, mistakenly call, um, Lane by the wrong name, it, it would really, you could see the hurt 
and that it didn't look like I was accepting, but what Lane didn't realize is that, man, I was hurt too, that I made that mistake. I mean, I was like, Oh my God, what, wow. what the heck? And so, um, uh, you know, that, that was really tough for me to, for, for, for Lane to think that I wasn't being supportive because I was, I would accidentally call them by a name. I've been calling them for, for 36, 36 years, but, but you know, now it's, um, you know, I wanted to make that a point that, hey, every time I did that, I was like, oh, it was like a, a gut punch in my stomach, too. So there's like a lot of there's a lot of different layers to this, you know, because you want to be um, you want to be understanding and you want to be patient mm-hmm. because I need you. You know, you mm-hmm. want I want to be patient, but like then you also have to have boundaries because you have to have respect mm-hmm. and um you want to make sure that here's what, here's what's interesting to me. When I go back to pictures, I mean, I, I recognize what I, what I'm asking, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it is, it's a lot you, because it's something else that somebody else has to add to their life. Right. Where other people can look at you, where, you, where um, you have to change the way that you interact with somebody. And it's been that way for 35 years. So yeah, for two years, Right. I can be like, look, I get it. It's hard. You know, Mm -hmm. we all got things to get used to. Also, this is a shock. Um, And during those first two years from my side, things are happening. Right. Like I'm getting little hairs. But really, when I look at pictures, I don't look that much different yet. And so that's also hard for you guys. But from Mm -hmm. from my perspective, you know, it's happening. I'm feeling strong. And so it just is. I've tried to remember that this is something big to ask. And that I am more fortunate than other people. But on the other side, right, if all of these people that I work with can do it, if, um, you know, the people that I live with and see me can do it, my friends can do it, you can do it. And so we're at the point now, I think we're like, let's be for real. Okay. Like it's been four years and, but, but like we're there, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's spread, it's spread through the family now, I think a bit better. Yeah. Love was never an issue. Yeah, we've had some funny episodes. I can remember one time <clears throat> we were, me and Lane was in a meeting and and um, I must have been saying the wrong name. So we leave the meeting and uh, Lane says to me, hey, dad, listen, you know, I can understand you um, uh, accidentally saying my name when we're, um, uh, you know, by ourselves but when we're out. And you, hey, next time, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw something at you. I'm gonna blast you. I'm, you know, get together. It was, re- it was really funny the way that Lane came at me about like, hey, listen, I, I'm not playing. You know, I mean, the next time we're in a meeting, you do that. Hey, I might pick up a chair and blast you with it. It <laughs> <laughs> was really funny. So. Her, her, I want to know what you think, uh, Jocelyn, as a sibling. You think I'm the same? I mean, I mean, what I'm getting at is you don't necessarily change. I have changed, you know, like there's things like I'm, you know, but I think that's also just growing up and turning 40 and being a grown up with kids and bills. Um, but like as your sibling, I mean, am I still me? I think you're just like more you, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, um, it's, it's, it's I think it's just a more comfort, um, um you know, um, like I had a memory that popped up on Snapchat the other day. Um, I think it, I think it was in 2016. So, uh, what year did you what year did you start? Seventeen. 
2007. Okay, so it's 2016. And I, I, it's crazy that you say when you look at your old pictures, like you realize what you're asking. But I was like, who is that? Like, it was just <laughs> like, I really was like, I don't know. So I, I, I do feel like you're still you, but it's just kind of like beautiful to see. Cause it's like, that makes sense. Like it just makes yeah, sense to me. Different, better. You know, it's just like, I would tell you if I'd be like, you're, you know, like, why are you being weird? But it's not weird to me. It's just like, okay. Okay. You know, I don't think twice about it really. So you guys have mentioned some, some really interesting challenges that you both experienced. Um, and not the usual, like, I didn't know how to accept lane. It was the, the transitional type uh, challenges that someone might experience as a family member or someone that's just trying to adjust to this new identity in front of them. Not about acceptance or love or um, even understanding. It's just, okay, we've got a new, we have new processes in place. We've got to figure out new names, pronouns, right? Was there... In your family, were there any dynamics that were extra challenging? Was there, was, were there people that had a more challenging time accepting? And then how did that play out in your family? Um, because you are a group, you're cohesive. And, and from what I can tell, like you guys are so much about loving and supporting each other that you figured a way through this pretty quickly. But were there, you know. I wrote a, I, I wrote a story down uh, from our, uh, a big family gathering we had one time and um, Lane's uh, uh, uncle Kevin was there and uncle Kevin kept calling Lane by his other name and kept, it couldn't get out of it and just kept doing it. And then he, he comes by my house later on that day and he's just out of it. He's just like, man, I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to do. I, I kept calling uh, him by his wrong name. He was just, he was just in a flux. And I said, I said, Kevin, listen, that, that happens. I said, but all you had to do was say, Hey, I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm going to get better at it. Um, and I said, and do it every time you, I said, every time you did it, just go like, Hey, my bad, my bad. And I said, and Lane could have accepted that better than you not saying anything at all. I said, because then it did bother Lane because you never tried to correct yourself and he just couldn't get out of it. But I, but I told him, I said, and, and I said, Hey, Lane understands, but we'll understand it better. If you say my bad or I, I, I got it or, 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 or repeat the name right afterwards and stuff. So I, I kind of wrote that down because I remember that vividly how shook, how shook and how he was really shaken up about it. I said, but you never said anything. You never said, Hey, you know, hey, my bad. You know, and I say, and it would have been all right. It would have been all right if you'd have followed up with it there. So our family is really close. And here's the other thing about Lane. I was just thinking about when you're talking. Lane was is is was is like this legendary figure in sports in Lansing. I mean, like a legend. And it's really amazing to see how the people in Lansing have just embraced him and accepted him right away. Nobody has, you know, every time you see somebody, they say, hey, Lane, how you doing, Lane? You know, right right away, I've seen that. And so, you know, I think that uh, speaks loudly for the person that, um, you know, Lane's always been. Yeah, it's a, it's a great one point. One thing I because... would say, though. <clears throat> oh, go ahead, Lane. Oh, sorry about that. Well, one thing I would just say is that um, there's a difference to in my age, and we talk about this a lot. When you're 36, it's different than being 14. It's different than being 16. It's even so different than being 20. You know, at, at 36 and with a full-time job, yes, you want and need the support of your family, right? 
but you can make it. And so when you have that piece of confidence with you, right, it, you can still make it. So I, I, I would, I would hope that, you know, had this happened earlier that we would have been able to work through it the way that we have, do you know what I mean? Um, and then the other part of that is with uh, the, the people with the Lansing thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that was big for you too. I mean, and I, and that was, a, that was a, I mean, that's, that's just a big, you have to tell people about that. You know I mean? There's going to be an article in the state journal, like you're a hall of fame basketball coach that's been coaching at LCC for 30 years. Everybody knows you. I'm your kid. I mean, that reflects on you, you know? Um, so you mean you're talking about I, the biggest article that's ever been in the paper <laughs> about anybody that a whole front page article and two full page articles on the inside. Is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> that is the one that I'm referring to. I mean, and you know, what's crazy. I mean, if we even look back at that, I mean, you guys, I really thought I was doing something. I was only two months into like, you know, taking the, the hormones and I really thought I was doing something. I hate looking at those pictures. Kind of just crazy looking. We're all in. <laughs> I was all in. I, I, I still think, like I said, there's been some funny moments like when when Lane had the surgery and we were all sitting there and I kept calling Lane by the wrong name and Lane's got all these drugs on. She's out of I mean, he's out of it. And Lane goes like this. Lane's over and says to Tanya, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm telling you right now, if my dad calls me by the wrong name one more time... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm gonna hit him with this cup. Or I mean, just just like that. I mean, just drug so out. And just yeah, just just. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Because and I, I wanted this. What, what did you say? And Lane said, "I said if you call me by the wrong one more time, you know." I just got tough though. I just got tough though. But I wanted them to. I wanted them to get it because mm-hmm. you guys. Here's what I want you. Here's what I want you to understand. I know that it was, you know, hard. Maybe maybe shocking. Maybe not. But like, I am. Like this was right, and this was it, right? And I, right. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I needed the way that we were brought up. Like, you guys are my are my four, right? You guys are. This is my this is my team. These are my people. And like, I needed you, mm-hmm. and we had to get to a point where like we all got to get on the same page, right? Yeah. And, but so. Still the same <sighs> person. Still, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still uh, hilarious. Yeah, I can't sing as well. You know, mm-hmm. Still voice. the second, still the second best shooter. <laughs> I, Actually, you know, go Daniel. Sorry. I think what's important. Uh, there's a lot of important <clears throat> things that come out of Lane's story. Come on, with second best shooter. You know. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think who's number one? I mean, listen, that mug can really shoot it. There, I think. I think there was a phase in my life where I hit the number one peak. I mean, there was a phase right, where right, I right. was the number one shooter. Right. Okay. Um, there was a Michigan phase where I was lights out. But, you know, this mug is mug is still a big time shooter. Even though when I first started taking the hormones, okay, so my shoulders had gotten kind of big and my it changed my <laughs> form a little bit. And I was like, what's going on? Like shoulders. <laughs> but uh but now, you know, I've really I've really got it and it's really silky. It's back to the silky form. Neither of them even shoot anymore, Daniel. Like, I <laughs> See, the, the truth is really coming out right now. But you know what's interesting, though, is this is the, the basketball story behind all this because there's this public figure, figures, um, um, 
you know, amongst your family in the community. And I remember one night that I was out with Lane and we were talking about these thoughts that he was having. And he said, you know, I just can't do this. And I'm, and I asked him why. And he said, because way too many people know me and my family, like that's just this whole other thing I can't even think about. Like he couldn't wrap his head around it yet at that moment. And as we're getting ready to, to leave this place we're at, this woman walks up and recognizes <laughs> Elaine and it's, you know, they talk for a while. I don't know who this person is. And then we, we start walking away and Lane's like, see, you know, from basketball, like everyone recognized him. Everyone knows yeah. your family. And, yeah. and that layer was so heavy. It, it, it seemed at one point to be this, this wall that Lane couldn't get over. And, and I think for younger people, I think for anyone that's going through transitions of any kind or a coming out or a recognition of who they are that other people aren't aware of, there always seems to be that wall that we don't know if we can get over. And, and I think this story just really shows that you can get over it. It, it seems at first daunting and overwhelming and you might feel like I can't make the decision for myself because other people are involved or I don't know how people are going to react. But Mike, you said it, you know, that the community pretty quickly accepted not only Lane, but your whole family. And I think a lot of that was Lane's confidence and bringing that story out. And then the, the support that, that your family rallied around him really quickly. It was like, you know, right. You know, right. I, I think it, it says a lot. It's been, you know, I, I've had, um, uh, 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 three or four friends that I don't want to use the word. I went through the same <clears throat> thing, but when they talked to me about it, I just go like this, Hey, I'm going to give you Lane's information. Um, Lane can help you out. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? I'm going to have, have um, uh, your son or your daughter get in touch with, with Lane and you can call Lane also. And I, I would hit Lane up and say, Hey, friend of mine is going to call you, you know? And um you know, so it's it's it's, it's 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 been good from that aspect. But like I said, it's it's um, what was I on with you the other day, Lane? I I came, Lane did something the other day. Um, was that a podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a discussion panel for Trans yeah. Awareness Week. Daniel's yeah, I, wife was on that actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I joined that, and I I really enjoyed that. And afterwards, you could see all the people that support Lane that were on that. Um, podcast but it was it was really really interesting that sometimes people have to see because sometimes we just see lane but not see what other people are going through um also that so that was it was really good it was really interesting i I don't even know if it was interesting just i just was glad that i was able to be involved in and 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 watched and being able to watch that Mm -hmm. yeah i wonder have you guys has anything have you had any backlash like, I think back to that article, you know, I mean, we took control of that story. You know, we, we told it, we made sure to, that we put it out or I made sure to put it out the way that I wanted to come out. Right. Like, here's who I am. My family's with me. And they quoted my, they quoted you dad and they quoted mom. And we've come a long way, even from those quotes, right. Because mm-hmm. you guys were still shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were leading with love, but going with the information you had at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wonder now, it seems like everything is fine, you know, fine. Mm-hmm. But I mean, did you guys get any backlash? Did anybody, you know, just feel like anybody treated you different or bad or gave you a look or, you know? I don't think so. I think that um, <clears throat> family members would, would ask, but our answer was always, you know, hey, 
uh, Lane has to be who Lane is, you know, and we support that. And the, the minute we said that, everybody else was right along with us. You know what I mean? It was never a thing. It was, oh, man, you know, we, we don't feel good about this. Oh, man, this is a terrible thing. It, it's always been, you know, a you know, this, this is, this is Lane. This, this is, uh, we, we support Lane for, and, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's never really been that big of a problem. You say, um, a, a shock and, and stuff like that. Sometimes stuff just mature, just goes into it. You know, it just rolls right into it and you just have to be ready to, um, to, to, to roll with it. Because like I said, my thing has always been, it. you know what, and I'm keeping my family together. I'm keeping my kids together. I've taught you guys ever since that you guys were little that, hey, family is everything. We, we have to rely on each other. When when I'm gone, when your mom's gone, I want you guys to be able to call. We don't get mad. If we get mad, it's only for uh, a second. And so when that time came up, it never even crossed my mind. I mean, what, what was I going to do? What was I going to say? You know, was I going to tell my wife, hey, you're out. You know, no, we're not doing it, and nobody's going to be involved. You're, that that's not not even a thought that came to mind at 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 no time, at any time. No, that's pretty passionate with that, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a lot of heart Man, in that, that one. Hurts. I felt that one. <laughs> hey, hey, I, was, I was finger point finger pointing and stuff. You know. Yeah. What about you, Josh? Anything bad? Um. I think Lane is really lucky um, that he has the family that he has in the community because um, how dad was saying, you know, what was I going to do? A lot of people get disowned. And we saw just last week, a lot of people who make this decision um, yeah. are killed not to mess up the vibe, but this is right. like, this is, it is a shock for a lot of people and, and yes. Lane not wanting to come out for fear that people who knew him in the past might might think of them differently. Like that is a very real and heavy thing to carry to have to be on the threshold of should I do this because I really want it or should I not do it because of what people will think of me. So as far as backlash, I'm not on Facebook, so I don't see when um, a lot of the posts go up for, you know, a lot of the people that we all know mutually when they see it. But you could easily look in a comment section for people that I, I don't know but people on the outside say some vicious things. Um, and I, I have had people that I know and in conversation where I haven't openly supported or been, I like to like ride the fence to see where people are at. And I've, I've had people I know say some really mean things about trans people, not knowing that I have a trans sibling and not that I hide it. It's just, if someone's just an associate, it might not come up. So I definitely, um, I have no tolerance for people who are um, homophobic, transphobic. Um, I've had people who um, throw the religion card and say that I, that they d disagree with it. And sometimes I choose to educate and sometimes I'm just like, you're ignorant. I'm good on you. But out, but, but point blank backlash. Um, no, I haven't experienced that, but um, I know that it's out there and um, you know, it, it is what it is. But I think, I think people in general are getting better. I think it's getting more. I don't want to say like it's more common because I think trans people have always been around, but I think outwardly, outwardly um, expressing themselves or having these panel discussions, I think it's more prevalent. So I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if that answered the question, but yeah, 
Yeah, who would say I mean, something? but to your point, mm-hmm. I do have I do have privilege, and I have I have been lucky, right? And mm-hmm. I think Dan and I talked about this before. He was way younger when he started, right? And there are challenges that come with that. When that when I was putting that article out, my one of my main concerns was safety, you know, mm-hmm. and how and how do I protect myself? Because there are crazy people, mm-hmm. and trans people are just being killed because they exist. I mean, so that is a that is a really real fear in the midst of this privilege that I have. And I do tell, and I do tell Lane, remember every every time you go somewhere where you're not used to being there, I always say, Hey, you watch out um, for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, every time, every day, not, I don't miss one time when you go someplace that you're not used to going that I say, Hey, you know, be careful. Watch, watch, so watch on that, shoulders. on that. And we're, you know, talking about privilege and talking about, uh, violence and danger. One of the unique perspectives of, of Lane's experience that I don't share that I think is always important for us to talk about in, in identifying name is the intersectionality of Lane, not only now being trans identified, but also black and black in the U S there's, something that I experienced transitioning into a male and a Caucasian male, which was the overabundance of privilege, which I've always said has felt uncomfortable. And I, and I, I, I tell my story and share my story so that I can escape that sense of privilege and, and make myself equal again. But for Lane, Lane adopted uh, and, and grew into a black male. And there is a certain risk and in a an oppressive identity that lane then adopted um not to say there's not privilege going into becoming a male but it's almost reversed and um a challenge being a black male and and i know it's something that lane's talked to me to to a degree about and is starting to share that as part of his story i wonder from from both of your perspectives maybe more so mike a little bit how do you change how you you are a family with Lane. How do you how do you parent different? How do you um, how do you speak to that that you know Lane has new experiences in our society that maybe he didn't have before? I think one of the things that Lane has already said is that they, they mentally and the person that 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 he is hasn't really changed um, you know that much. I think every now and then you might have to kid around and say, well, you know, a father would do this or, or something like, or, or, or kid him like that, you know, toughen up, you know, um, I, I don't know. I, I just, um, I don't really know how to answer that except just to, to say that, um, you know, everything. I think that, it's a, yeah. I think it's a, it's an area that we haven't really gone yet, to be honest. I mean, and yeah. that's not a, it's just not a bad thing. It's like, yeah. it'd be like my dad hasn't, didn't hasn't shown me how to shave, but like right, at 40, right, right, right. You know what I mean? And so like, I have to figure that kind of out, you know? And then mm-hmm. we don't, we haven't broached that part of, I mean, we talk about race relations and what's going on and, mm-hmm. and how it makes us feel. And he's shared experiences that he had as a kid. Right. But mm-hmm. we haven't had to talk about, you know, well now you're walking as a young black man in society. Um, Cause one, I'm not a young black man, but two, right. um, how do you start to broach that conversation? And, and in his um, not, really not hasn't had, had like yeah hasn't had any problems either have, have hasn't had anything yeah. where you had to come in and say dad listen this just happened to me um you know I, I didn't know how to handle it 
you know, if we haven't had that situation yet, you know, that, that, then I would say, well, Hey, this is what I would have done. You know, I don't think we've had that. I think there's that, like, there's still that, I mean, as a parent, it's always awkward anyway, when you got to tell you, when you have to tell your kid stuff, or like, you're going to have that talk. And like, this is a new one. Like we just, it hasn't happened, but it hasn't been in a, in a bad way. Like I think it'd be mm-hmm. funny. Like, you know, one day maybe the mug would be like, Hey, do you know how to use a razor? I don't know. <laughs> Cause like, sort of, I don't really yeah. use a razor. I use one of those <laughs> things. And it's all right. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. For me because, um, okay. So let's, so, okay. So you said Lane is like into a new, I forgot the term that you use, but it's perceived as, black male because he is to people that have never met him but there's all this past that has happened all right i'm going to try to talk from like my point of view so let's say i have a story to tell my friend of something that happened between me and lane when lane was elaine this friend who i'm talking to hasn't met lane now so i always find it tricky to be like my sister uh went to play at michigan i used to go to camp there and then I bring them, let's say I bring a friend home or I'm introducing someone I'm like, this is my brother. I don't really know how to like, I don't really know how to like, let's how to say talk about the past. I'm introducing you to somebody else. I don't know. Like, would you, do you want me to be like my, this person is trans now, or do you want that to be your story where you sit? Do you want to not ever have, like, I don't know how to address that. Like, do you want to like totally t- like not address like, that you used to be, uh, or that you're born female or, you know what I mean? Like, let's, I, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I think now uh, I definitely I understand it. what you're saying. And I think I was not what I was, you know, what I, no, I understand. Yeah. You're trying to tell a story. Like, you know, a lot of people, even, like Justin, especially when he tells stories, he'll be like, well, you were Elaine when I was then, you know, like he'll almost be frustrated with himself. Um, here's one thing. Yeah. I don't, I mean, everything about the first 35 and a half years of my life happened and great things happened. Great, great things happened. Uh, that set me up to be where I am today. Like I'm wearing Michigan gear because that was part of the greatest time of my life. I love that. I mean, so, that was my life and that, that is who I am. I just part, sometimes I, I wish that everybody that I could meet could meet me as me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I um, do understand that we have a pat a shared past though. And this isn't something that I'm, that I'm ever going to try to hide, you know? Mm-hmm. And so whatever makes you feel comfortable, it's okay with me. Cause that was me, you know, it was. I think early on, I think early on also, I just want to get this in. I can remember posting a couple of pictures up of Lane when Lane was young and Lane was, hey, what are you doing? You know, I was like, what? I just posted up a, a picture. Hey. And then, but over time, well, what I learned to do was like go like this. Hey, Lane, send him a picture. Say, I'm about to post this. Can I post this picture? Great. And what's, what's happened over the last year or so is that, hey, that's who I was. Um, go ahead and post it. I'm, I'm really, especially if it's basketball, you know, that's a big, yeah. but I, I don't ever really post anything without hitting lane up first. You know, it just, yeah. it just, I just say, Hey, listen, can I put this um, picture? But I, like I said, in the last year or so lanes really gotten really like, Hey, you know, you know, um, 
I mean, but if we go back to a couple of things, like, you know, a lot of people, I haven't deleted all the pictures on my Facebook. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because it feels like I've just grown up Mm -hmm. into me. Yeah. And so sometimes when I look back at him, especially when I was like, you know, at my, you know, biggest weight, which is vain, but like sometimes when I look back at how I was looking or, you know, the super softness of my face, like it is hard. Mm -hmm. Um, but the way I view it is like, this is me growing up to this point. And like, this is, this is how it should have been. Like I've just grown up and like I'm 40 and this is how I look at 40, you know, Mm -hmm. still the same person. Um, and with my name, you know, there was another name that I wanted, but that's, that's the part where you consider the people I did anyway, I considered Mm -hmm. the people in my life, right? Like how can we, how can we all do this transition? Is this something that I could do that I can live with? I mean, you call me that anyway. Is it an, is it an acceptable name? Is it going to make the transition go smoother if there's some familiarity still, you know I mean? So, I mean, I think we've just worked through a lot in four years and. Yeah. You guys are quite impressive. I mean, this is, um, really different for me to to listen in on these family dynamics my family situation was very different it was a long time ago and a lot of my family didn't have the skill set to to know how to negotiate it for a long period of time so this is super refreshing and really exciting to hear that there's families out there that are working through it and and you guys are doing it right and so i i would love to know if the folks that are out there right now that are sitting around a Thanksgiving dinner table or going to be around family for the holidays and, and it's stressful. Um, what advice would you have as a family that is getting it right, that didn't have a playbook at the beginning, that started from from scratch and just use your hearts? Like, What would your advice be to other family members or friends that are, are learning about a loved one that might be transitioning or identifying as uh, queer that you know, they just want to help. They just want to support and they don't know what to do. I, I just would like to tell them just to focus on, on the family part of it. You know, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Still family. Um, I think that's the most important thing. I, I, that, that was what my focus would, would be, uh, you know, for them is just, you know, hey, nothing's changed. you're still uh, family. I mean, something, something's changed, but the family dynamic hasn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Face is getting hairy, but uh, you know, I think once, (laughs) and then I think once they uh, really see see that, you know, Hey, somebody's just a little more comfortable, but they're, they're still, um, you know, they're still the same. Nothing's, you know, lane is lane. You know, lane is lane. Hey, mm-hmm. still count on him for anything. Uh, still the same jokes. Just a lot. Uh, always been confident, but a little more confident now. Um, but I, I would. I, my focus would be just the family thing. I, I, like I said, you know, I just put it in my kids' head a long time ago. That this is us, and not, hey nothing's uh, separating you guys. Don't ever let anything separate you guys. You know, you see our, our, our madness and our anger at each other. Isn't even a madness or an anger is a, a, it's more of a, you getting on my nerves thing, you know? So I love, I appreciate it. Lead with the heart. I hear you say, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. How about yeah. you, Jocelyn? Um, I agree with what he said. Um, 
maybe I'd add just, you know, hear their story, try to put yourself in their perspective, realizing how difficult it is to be vulnerable and what it feels like to be ostracized. Um, and if you love that person, um, obviously there's a, there's a side of it that, you know, you want to make sure they're sure in their decision, but just be as, as supportive as you can. Don't turn your back on them. Um, I think it's different if it's your friend telling you or it's your family telling you, but I, you just always want to be that person. That's like, they can count on you. They, someone feeling safe to tell you something like that should be like, a compliment to you, not that you need it, but you know, just, just put yourself in their shoes and, and, and support them and love them through it. Yeah. I did want to add this. I was going to say this a, a minute ago is you're, you're wondering about how, if anybody's ever really came up to me or anything like that, you know, people have seen me coach. They've seen me attack referees. Not eh, nobody's <laughs> going to walk up to me and say, Hey, <laughs> you know, for fear that I might uh, snap or something, you know, but <laughs> But I, for that to happen, actually, Daniel, I'm waiting for it to happen. <laughs> right, 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 right. Big yeah, Mike yeah. has a reputation, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, but this didn't hurt it. We, this didn't hurt it though. Yeah, it, it didn't yeah, hurt yeah. it at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I, I appreciate you, you guys coming on. Um, I know we kept you longer than we said, but important stuff to talk about. Um, and and I love you both, and I appreciate you coming on and talking. I think it will be helpful. I hope it will be helpful for, for other people, for other family members to see that, um, you know, you can just love, you can just love the person. Yeah. It will um, be so helpful. I just want to say thanks for coming on. I'm going to say thank right. you too. I mean, I think Lane and I talk a lot about modeling as, as, you know, out trans people. And I think it's just equally as important to have allies and supports that are models to the other folks that are going through this because you guys are part of it too. You experience the transition. You experience a lot of the backlash and the pain. So I appreciate you guys coming on and sharing your story and being vulnerable as well. Um, You guys were awesome. It was good to see you guys too. Good to see you, Daniel. I like the action. You like that? Wow. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for Lane to catch up. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I holler. All right. Deuces. Yeah. yeah. Peace, guys. <laughs> <sighs> wow. They're lovely. That was something. Mm-hmm. How you feel? Uh, that was like a therapy session. I'm feeling. Right? Yeah, I'm good. feeling pretty good. I mean, it was, it's, it's really interesting to see how far we've all come. I mean, my dad just, um, you know, he does research and he is trying to stay up on it. And, um, you know, my sister bringing up that story, I knew she would. I mean, there's, I can't really tell how I feel yet. Um, I can't really tell how I feel yet. I'm ha- I'm glad that they, they said yes. And I think, um, you know, I yeah. think, I think I'm lucky at this point in my life. Um, you know, and that's not to say that there weren't difficult moments. Believe me, there were. I mean, obviously. Um, but the point that we're at now is pretty is pretty beautiful. Yeah. I mean, what that said to me over and over and over again, it was just the statement of, of what all of you said is that love leads, that it doesn't mean things are going to be difficult. doesn't mean people aren't going to make mistakes or trip up. But, uh, you know, it's just about trying to love each other. You know, they're trying to love you and you're trying to respect them through the process and stay together. Um, and I thought it was really cool, too, to hear their perspectives on the pain that they felt when they would mess up. 
and they, they didn't, you know, or they forgot or they, they by accident, you know, said, said the wrong pronoun or name that that caused them pain too. I think allowing space for you guys to talk, not just on this podcast, right. But, you know, families to talk and communicate when Jocelyn asked you, uh, you know, how do I negotiate the situation? You know, what's your preference? It's just, you know, it, maybe it feels awkward or you don't want to offend someone, but talking about it is the best thing. So those were some, some key walkaways for me from, from this, from being able to observe a family, be able to, to go through a situation like this was really, really cool. Family, I tell you what. Mm-hmm. Well, we did it. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year we can have Thanksgiving dinner together. Maybe. You guys can have me over. Maybe we can bring some cameras in and it's for the B-roll. That'd be some nonsense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, I love that. And I, I appreciate you uh, asking the questions that you did. Uh, family, for this Thanksgiving day, um, you know, wherever you're at, whoever your family is, um, you know, it is <laughs> family is something. Yeah. I'm yeah. still just taken aback, I think. Yeah, I think it's good to process, you know, take some yeah. time with it. Um, that, that was a lot that came out of that. So I'm feeling pretty moved by it, too. Um, and, and I hope that uh, our, our listeners and viewers can can take something from that. Uh, everyone has a hard time with family sometimes. But, you know, if you put love at the front and you communicate, you can get through anything. That's right. Well, this was fun. Um, this special episode. What are we going to do next week? I don't know. I'm going to eat some turkey, maybe. I don't know. I'm staying in. I'm not oh, going to yeah. see anyone. So I don't know if I'm going to have you turkey. You guys don't have, you don't have a turkey yet? I don't know if we have a turkey or not. We don't have it. I mean, no, I think I might do something non-traditional. I mean, we have to remember, too, that this <laughs> holiday is a bit uh, oppressive. And so we have to remember our indigenous peoples <sighs> and populations. Yes. So I kind of like to go a little bit um anti-traditional in situations like this and now we're in COVID I'm going to be home and not celebrating with family so I'm like I might do like a vegetarian some Peruvian something or other you know just Mm -hmm. one of the things I'm looking forward to um is just actually not doing anything and being with my actual family um and there are things that I am thankful for this year, you know, like that we won the election, um, like that we um, were able to start this podcast. And so I'm kind of looking at it that way. Um, my my in-laws, uh, the other side of my family is Native American, and um, we <laughs> we do some different things, too, that are mm-hmm. untraditional, or, you know, but we, we have to make our own turkey because we're not going anywhere, you know. So yeah. I should probably see if it's still frozen, actually. Yeah, and then you guys can gather around that that beautiful new framed big screen TV in your living room, which is pretty impressive. I mean, I I'm impressed by your your craftsmanship. I think that you did a great job. So you yeah, you just wait till the next show. I'm gonna be doing something fancy behind me here, also. Mm, okay, so, stepping up your game. I'm pretty pumped about this. So here's what I'd say to everybody that's listening or watching: If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email, Lane and Daniel at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts on the shows. Tell us what you want to hear. Do you have questions? We'd love to answer them. Our podcast is available now anywhere that you listen: Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. And then we have our YouTube channel. Come watch us. Or you YouTube. can watch us. Mm-hmm. Or you can watch us. 
You heard my dad say Daniel's beard was looking sweet, and it is. You might want to see that. We have oh, a YouTube channel. You co- are you complimenting my beard? You never compliment my beard. Thank you. I appreciate my that. My dad complimented your beard, and I'm seconding. You're seconding. Yep. Oh, you weren't first. Seconding. You were, for, you were firsting. Okay. All right. Seconding. I got a little ways to go before that. Maybe I'll keep growing it. Maybe then you will. You'll, you'll fully appreciate it. I'm, hey, that's another thing I'm jealous of. It's coming though, but I got some blotchiness over to the right. Oh, I'm yeah. blotchy. It's natural. I like it. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's coming. I mean, yeah. I can brush it. That, that, that's important. You want to brush your beard. It you got to get those oils in there and then you got to get some beard oil. I'll send you some beard oil pretty soon. <laughs> oh, like, I have you, some. I oh, got, you got some. some already. Okay. I have a I have is a full on beard kit. You maybe we sure could maybe we could do our regimens one day for people. We could both show our stuff like oh, our little brushes and combs. And you better be ready because mine's fancy. Like I get into this, I get into well, a straight edge. I'm working on getting into. I use some sh- shave soap and it gets like intense around here. But yeah, I'm game. Let's do it. Let's do it. But yeah, check us out on YouTube and make sure you guys subscribe so that we know that you're following us and that you get alerts anytime we post a new video. Uh, And definitely give us some comments. Let us know what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you'd like to see. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. The audience is growing right now, which has been pretty awesome to be able to see. It's reaching people. Uh, So keep helping us do that. Get the word out and getting our stories out uh, so that um, other people can benefit and, and heal a little bit too. So this is a beautiful show. I appreciate you sharing. I appreciate your family sharing, and, and uh, I'm thankful for all you guys. Awesome. It was a great show. It's always a great show, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing who else comes on our show, right, and what else we talk about, what else we get into, because these last two shows this week were pretty deep, right? Yeah, I know. We're going deep. We're going deep. We might have to lighten it up a little bit. I don't know. What do you think? Mm, no, I don't know. You just want to keep going deep. I'm liking it. All right, I'm, I'm thinking. It, it. I'm thinking that we're getting into it. You know, we're getting okay. into it. All right. I feel you. Let's go deep. Next week. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Had to get one in. Zinger. Uh, Io. <laughs> All right. Good show, my man.